0: To Meet My Brain, a Field Guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. This episode is about systematizing. In the first episode, I covered empathy, and there will be a third episode to wrap this up and talk about the extreme male brain theory. Systematizing is a drive to identify rules and logical patterns. It means we, As autistics prefer systems, we prefer organization, planning, patterns, analyzing, predicting, and structure. Some say it includes repetitive behavior, but they don't elaborate. After all, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner is repetitive behavior for virtually everyone. When it comes to autistics, repetitive behavior is called pathological Like black-and-white thinking, pattern recognition is a matter of survival. If people recognize patterns, they can avoid danger. One research study proved that superior pattern processing is the essence of the evolved human brain. Systematizing and patterns are the foundation of education. Whether it's math or the sciences, sports or history, literature, art, foreign language, there is structure. In fact, I can't think of a subject that doesn't rely on rules and patterns. Nearly all learning can be understood as a form of discovering and understanding patterns. If you were in marching band in high school or college, you learn not only the pattern and rules of the music, but also those of marching on the field. How else would everyone go in the same direction? And dancing relies on patterns. In fact, they're even called routines. If you've taken or watched martial arts, like karate, it's all about patterns. The next time you watch a TV series or movie that has fighting, notice how the actors use patterns in their moves. By anticipating what the other person will do, they avoid injuring them and can still put on a convincing fight scene. In an episode about small talk, I explained my view that autistic brains store information in files. The brain sets up a system for retrieval of relevant information. It's analyzing while searching for a pattern to guide behavior in an unfamiliar situation. Small talk in a particular situation or with a person we've not talked to before drives our brains to seek the pattern we hope has been stored for our later use. In my opinion, cats live by pattern recognition, although you may hear that they like routine. Well, one follows the other. And birds, how do you explain migration? Would you be concerned if the captain on your flight didn't recognize patterns or couldn't systematize her job? We know the five senses are heightened in autistics. We process sensory information instantly. As a result, we have superior perception. We occasionally feel overwhelmed by the strength of our sensory perceptions. We also know that this is exactly why we have empathy I've heard autistics say that they can feel someone else's feelings, and I know that's true. There was a time when I could, and I had to learn a way to shut that down, because it was just too much to handle. I know autistics who can predict trends and outcomes. They observe behavior, for example, and see how it fits the pattern and where it will logically go next and next. It happens in the brain automatically. I'm not suggesting we're always right, but we do seem to have an affinity for it. That can be good or bad. Sometimes it gets in the way, and it doesn't help me win the lottery or the stock market. When we make suggestions at work, we often hear, we've always done it this way. In our logical minds, that defies our understanding. It's not that the people who say that don't see the problem. No, it's that their minds can't imagine a solution. I think that's one reason we get the alien-from-another-planet reaction when we say something. I remember being at a committee meeting for an organization I worked for. I sat quietly, of course. Yes, I wasn't sure when to jump in, and also I was frustrated that no one seemed to see what was obvious. We were at the meeting to decide on tablets to buy for the organization. There were two choices, A and M. My preference was for A. It was a proven product with an intuitive interface. It had lots of features that were not only superior, they were also ahead of their time. The rest of the group preferred M even though it had limitations. They had always used M products. One of them said that the A product had ranked higher in performance. Nonetheless, they wanted to stick with tried and true The last thing one committee member said before we voted was that the M product was not on the market yet. They didn't know what it could do, and there was no knowing when it would be available. As illogical as I found their decision to be, I have to admit, they did have a system in place. It's called Do What You've Always Done. And yes, they got what they've always gotten. The M tablets had still not hit the market six months later. What contributes to success is the ability to see how things have always been done and improve them, to see issues and flaws and find solutions, to systematize, and to invent. Let's be real, systematizing is not a deficit, it's evolution. We see it in Silicon Valley where technological achievement is continuously advancing and changing. We use systems every day to access our bank, to order food and clothing, to research and learn. Systematizing your business is a trend in business improvement right now. There are experts and classes and YouTube videos. McDonald's is considered to be one of the most successful companies in the world due to it. I can't see Amazon being successful without systems. So hopefully I'm convincing you of the benefits and usefulness of systematizing. But if it's so great, what's the problem? Autistics have been defined in terms of lack. Pervasive stereotypes see us as issues and problems and inabilities. This is changing because of autistics and the scientists who respect us and our experiences. On the other hand, many researchers are stuck in, we've always done it that way. They're dependent on a system that rewards consistency with reputation and funding. It encourages conclusions based on faith instead of fact. One researcher came up with a theory in the 90s that autistics are high in systematizing. And for that reason, it follows that we are low in empathy. He calls our preference for rules and systems as extreme and pathological. He characterizes it as if and then. If you have one, then you have a deficit in the other. Well, it's decades later, and he continues to do research designed to validate it. He rebrands the theory when it suits. He calls it the extreme male brain theory theory and says it applies only to autistic brains. He acknowledges that a systematizing brain is inventive and creative, while insisting that our brains are rendered unable to empathize because of it. I found no research to support a relationship between empathizing and systematizing. In the next episode, I'm going to dissect the research that says we're flawed, that we lack human qualities like empathy, I'll question the theory of mind that pushes these ideas. I'll contrast all of that with modern scientific findings that recognize our traits and abilities. So now you've heard some facts and opinions about empathy and systematizing. In the final episode of this series, we'll put it together. We'll try on the extreme male brain theory and see if it fits. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or comments, contact me at Autistic Woman on Twitter. Be sure to take a minute and rate this podcast five stars. And check out some other episodes while you're here. I'm the Autistic Woman.